This video is to bring awareness to the injustices in our community. I mean no harm to the families and friends of the victims. All information included is public knowledge. The information included was gathered by local news outlets. Now the 18-year-old sex state student was last week in a something that we cannot tolerate in our community. A cemetery. Sacramento, California, the capital city, known as being one of the most diverse cities in the nation, often praised for their tree-lined streets, affordable housing, and growing food, wine, and beer scene. What is not being shared is the ongoing crime taking part in South Sacramento, which left 18-year-old Zary Allen lifeless. Zary Allen was from Richmond, California, she was a first-year student at Sacramento State University, and she wanted to help people by becoming a nurse. So Zeri um, just recently started at Sacramento State. Uh, she was going to school to pursue a degree in the medical field. Um, I believe it was nursing. She was a bright young girl. She went to Catholic school for high school. She was active in church, always at church. Her mom kept her in church. She kept her involved in the community doing sports, all, all great things. Zeri was not a bad kid. She was great. She was known as a wonderful young woman whose smile could light up the room at any time. Her positive attitude was always apparent and inspiring. She smiled all the time. Like when people say her smile lit up a room, it's not, it's not an overstatement. That smile is something her family will cherish forever. Because unfortunately, on July 20th, 2020, an unfortunate incident happened. That day, Zeri and her boyfriend went to visit a gravesite at the Sacramento Memorial Lawn on Stockton Boulevard. During that visit, around 5 p.m., a drive-by shooting took place and Zari was hit. And unfortunately, she was not able to recover. This incident left her friends and family questioning what really happened, who would do this, and why would they do this? The local police state that this may be gang-related. The uptake of violence that we're seeing in that South Sacramento area, if this was not the intended victim, this is not the first time that an innocent bystander would have lost their life in the last couple of months. A gang war, in that area. Um, certainly that is on the forefront of our detectives' minds in terms of this case. Um, it has some of the, you know, uh, clues that we see um, related to drive-by. That response is something her friends and family, especially her cousin Brianna, could not believe. We don't expect anything like this to happen to her, especially because she was not involved with any gangs or people that were and stuff like that and when I got the phone call I, I'm actually out of town I'm not at home so when I heard the news I, I couldn't believe it is I just spoke with her a few days ago and to hear that she's gone and shot is it just it's unbelievable because I know my cousin for them to even assume that she had anything to do with it. it being gang related actually shocks me because that means that someone she was hanging out with or whoever these people were they 
clearly had a motive. And unfortunately, my cousin was an innocent bystander and ended up being the only one there who got So it's not adding up to us. Zary would never be involved with anything like that at all. A lot of people had questions, especially about the boyfriend and why exactly was she at the graveyard. That there have been some questions about this. Is there? Mm -hmm. Do you have any idea about the um, the the grave site that her and her friends were visiting? Do you know what connection that was, or who she may have been visiting? We don't know anything. Okay. Okay, yeah. I just, I, just I, I know that she was with her boyfriend. I, I don't know if he was the intended target or if someone he was with, but I believe Zeri had on her, yeah, they said she had on her headphones. She always has her headphones on, so I'm, I, I really think that's how she ended up getting shot because she may have not been paying attention. But, yeah, th those headphones can be very dangerous, too. The last police update stated that they believe the situation was targeted. They just don't believe she was the target. This was an incident of someone being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Social activists, community members all came together in order to honor her name. Everyone is still fighting because the person who did this is still free and the family deserves justice we need justice we have to figure out and if anybody knows anything please speak up that's all that we're asking our family deserves justice and we will get justice and it's hard to know that whoever did it gets to wake up to their family every day that's the hardest part you know while my sister who didn't even see this coming you know, um, had her life robbed from her, stolen from her. Just think if it was your daughter, your sister, your mom, you know, your friend, and just do the right thing. This is not acceptable. You can't do things like this. People are trusting their children to leave the nest and return home, and that they never come home. That's, that's like the most difficult thing a parent could go through. The Sacramento Police Department are asking anyone with information about this incident to contact them. Down below, there will be numbers listed as well as email addresses. Thank you guys so much for watching. I will continue to send prayers to her friends and family. Please be respectful in the comments. Love you guys. Bye. She had a heart of gold. She didn't, she didn't, she didn't mistreat nobody. I mean, I can't even be a, a grandfather. Can't even walk her down the aisle. She's gone. I mean, something is not adding up right here. We're not going to stop until this is, we get to the end of she, it. They get to the bottom of it. We're going to get to the end of this. I'm hurt. I'm hurting all the way around. Tonight has become a mystery in Mexico as the Charlotte family tries to find answers into how a 25-year-old wound up dead. So this happened about two weeks ago. Shanquilla Robinson went to Mexico with her friends. She arrived early on Friday the 28th, and her family says the next morning she was dead.
Still no criminal charges have been filed in the mysterious death of Shaquilla Robinson. Shanquilla is originally from Charlotte, North Carolina, but she was found deceased on vacation in Mexico while she was there with her friends. Following her arrival to Mexico, she called her mother to let her know she made it. And after that, her family never saw her or spoke to her again. I probably won't be at ease until someone's arrested. And the family tells me they have contacted the FBI in Charlotte to help them figure out what happened. They also say they'll hire a private investigator if it comes to that. Their daughter will be laid to rest next Saturday. Shanquilla Robinson was 25 years old and lived in Charlotte, North Carolina. According to her social media, she attended West Charlotte High School and later went off to graduate from Winston-Salem State University. Shanquilla friends and family described her as loving, compassionate, and goal-oriented. Her mother told the local news that she had a heart of gold, she loved everybody, and pretty much everybody loved her. Her daughter also was a boss. Shanquilla was a business owner of a hair braiding business that was popular with kid braiding. She then ventured off to open and own a women's clothing boutique store. Shanquilla was driven and determined to conquer whatever she put her mind to. She was very hardworking, but she loved everything that she did. When she wasn't working, reports stated she spent the majority of her time with family and close friends. She also loved adventure, so she would frequently travel on her downtime. But sadly, while she went on vacation to Cabo with her close friends this year, it was reported that she died within 24 hours of arriving. So the death certificate has a section that reads, was it accidental or violent a death? Yes, was typed into that section. So it's still not clear which one authorities meant to select. The U.S. Department, uh, U.S. State Department told Queen City News that Mexican authorities say there's no clear evidence Robinson was murdered. According to reports on Friday, October 28, 2022, 25-year-old Shanquilla Robinson, her best friend Khalil, and five others went to Cabo, Mexico. When Shanquilla made it to Cabo, she contacted her mother and told her they had a chef and they were getting ready to eat. They had a chef, they was getting ready to eat. They was eating tacos, some salad or something they was eating. And um, I said, well, okay, I love you, have a good night, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And I never talked to my child again, and she never made it back home. They had a villa, and they stayed there all night. They didn't go out at all. The next day, Saturday, October 29, 2022, Shanquilla's mother received a phone call, but this time from her daughter's best friend, Khalil. According to Khalil, Shanquilla wasn't feeling well. They said she wasn't feeling well. She had alcohol poison. They couldn't get a pulse. Each one of the, the people that was there with her was telling different stories. He told her mother that Shanquilla had alcohol poisoning, and unfortunately, the medics could not save her daughter. The group stayed here at Villa Linda 32, a property listed on CaboVillas.com. A rep with the company says the group called the concierge for help Saturday afternoon. The concierge called a doctor who gave CPR. Robinson died at 3 p.m., an estimated 15 minutes after her injury. Reports then alleged her best friend and the five others returned to the U.S. a day earlier while Shanquilla's body was still in Mexico. Although her best friend reiterated that Shanquilla had died from alcohol poisoning, her family says that all of her friends on the trip had a different story as to how she died. From there, 
their family did their own digging. Her family paid $6,000 to get her body flown back to the United States. The medical reports further revealed that Shanquilla's death had nothing to do with alcohol per her family. Medical reports state that Shanquilla had a broken neck and a cracked spine at the time of her death. They believe she could have been beaten. When the autopsy came back. They said it didn't have anything to do with alcohol. Say that she had been, um, she had a broken neck and her spine or in the back was cracked. She had been beaten. No one told the same story, so I never believed them anyway. They didn't call us to the very last minute. And then on top of that, they said the maid found them. Queen City News obtained Robinson's death certificate, which lists the cause of death as severe spinal cord injury and atlas luxation, which is instability in the uppermost vertebrae. In the section where police could have noted any sign of intoxication, it says person found unconscious on her living room. And according to the NC Beats, who's been following this story from the beginning, they also received photos of Shanquilla in which her face was swollen. She had a knot on her head. Her eyes were swollen and her lips were split. We want justice for Shanquilla Robinson, okay? Her best friend of more than five years, about six, seven years, his name is Khalil Cook. Uh, now, Khalil is a friend. I'm talking about like a friend. You know how you have that best friend where you hang out with, you go on vacations together, you hang out all the time, you know, you go out to dinner, shopping, whatever. You, you come over to mama's house, you hang out, and we're talking about best friend. We're not talking about no friend where we just meet people at the club three, four times, and then we call ourselves friends. No, we're not talking about the type of friends. We're talking about someone who is supposed to have your back, someone. I remember uh, when I spoke to um, the mom and, and Shaquilla's sister today, Quilla, you know, she told me that, you know, Khalil would be walking around pacing. You would think that he's on drugs. You know, he would be sweating and, you know, he rubbing his beard down. You would think he would have been on drugs. But, you know, whatever it was that happened, it was eating him alive. So he brings over, um, he brings over, uh, Winter Donovan and the Janae Jackson. Okay, he brings those two over at one point. You know, at that point, you know, the family had been told that there was a fight over there and that they jumped on Shanquilla. Well, the sister, Quilla, had asked the girls, you know, was it true or not? And they say, no, it was no fight going on. It wasn't nothing like that or whatever. Um, so they said, at this point, we're just going to wait for the autopsy to come back, you know. All right, y'all saying it's alcohol poison, y'all not changing. Okay, we're just gonna wait till the, till the uh, autopsy comes back. Well, the autopsy comes back, and the autopsy says that Shanquella had a broken neck, she had her spinal cord was, was uh, severed, broken, and she was beaten. A photo that I, when I spoke to Mr. Bernard uh, earlier this morning, um, he told me that he shared a photo with the mom and the sister that showed Shanquella on the table and it showed her forehead swollen, eyes swollen, lips busted as if she had got into a fight. Her family also discovered that other Americans were found dead in Mexico on the same day as Shanquilla, all while vacationing as well. Family members tell us Candace Florence was a creator and a force to be reckoned with. Candace and her friend Jordan Marshall were both found dead in their Mexico City Airbnb last week. Candace's boyfriend was on the phone with her when she started getting sick. He then called the Airbnb host to do a welfare check, and authorities found Candace, Jordan, and Jordan's friend Cortez Hall inside. However, 
However, Queen City News spoke with the officials at the U.S. State Department in Mexico. They refute the claims that Shanquilla was murdered, saying that police initially indicated that there was no evidence of foul play. Mexican authorities also refused to press charges on anyone in this case. Shanquilla's family refuses to believe their daughter's death was an accident, and they vowed to find the truth about what happened that night in Cabo. Right now, her friends are being reshared all over social media thousands of times on every blog website. They are not suspects in the case. What happened? We obtained a list of seven guests who signed into the villa and called the phone numbers they left with the company. Some numbers weren't valid. Please leave your message for and others went to voicemail. As of today, her friends, family, and loved ones are still fighting for justice. They just want to know what happened in Mexico. Another devastating story and another young lady from North Carolina. You guys know that I am from there. Me and this young lady, we had a lot of mutual friends to the point that I cheered in college with girls that she cheered with. And just seeing them on my timeline, devastated, wanting answers. I hope that the family gets the answers that they deserve. You guys, let me know your thoughts and your opinions about this. Let's please respect the victim in the comments. Thank you guys so much for watching. I love you guys dearly. And with that being said, don't forget to check on your loved ones.